What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. 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 Welcome, listener, to the 68th premium chapter of the QAnon Anonymous podcast, the Al Bielik episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rakotansky, Trillian Fields, and Travis View. Dear listener, this week I have been sent into the future to bring back an unheard episode from the bowels of the 28th century where, believe it or not, Julian and I are still alive. Apparently, we opted into a program where our brains were uploaded to an artificially intelligent database that preserved our memories for hundreds of years before they were placed into synthetic bodies that resembled Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. Travis, unfortunately, you weren't there as you decided to keep it au naturel and perished in the fourth meme war of 2022. An honorable death. <laughs> no, no, actually, he, what he doesn't say here is that you you, you um, died sh- uh, shitting yourself with your pants pulled down. Well, at least and, pretty funny death. And all your loved ones uh, watching. <laughs> right. Wow, incredible. So upon returning from the future, I found my mind filled with strange and twisted tales. A man who only went by the name of Owen had met me in a dark alley and handed me dozens of small data disks. Each contained thousands of QAnon Anonymous episodes (laughs) detailing the QAnon movement and subsequent fringe communities long into the next five centuries. I listened to all of them. And I'll admit, after Travis is killed in 2022, the show becomes kind of unlistenable and yet Uh continues for hundreds of years until by the end it's just the sounds of lighters flicking and keyboards clacking and Julian cackling. However, one episode stood out. It involved naval ships teleporting, the kidnapping of psychic children, and a man, well, two men, at the same time, well, sort of, kind of, as you'll soon find out. So let's not waste any more time. That's right, listener. Grab a blanket and a piping hot cup of your favorite warm beverage. Disinfect the space under the front door and settle in for the life and times travel of Al Bielek. Dr. Unterman was given a charge by the U.S. government to do all the research he could in the space and time, learn all they could, and uh, that he had to learn to work with aliens. He was a hard-headed German perhaps had never been exposed to any of this nature, finding he had to work with aliens. Al Bielik is actually not Al Bielik at all. Well, that's not quite true. Al Bielik is Al Bielik, but he's also Edward Cameron. Two men, two lives, fused together by the follies of the United States government. As always, our story begins somewhere in the middle. The year is 1927. Alfred Bielik is born into the world to two loving parents. I actually have no idea if they were loving or not, but it makes the story better. (laughs) One of Al's first memories was at nine months old at a family Christmas party. But unlike other children, this particular memory was a little bit strange. Why? 
because in the memory, Al can remember exactly what the adults were talking about as they stood around the piano on that Christmas Eve. So what is he saying? That he remembers there was a conversation that was had around a piano? Well, not quite. He's saying he remembers what the conversation was about and understanding it as if with an adult mind, even though he was only nine months old. In fact, the rest of his childhood sort of went the same way. Al was incredibly smart for his age and seemed to have the disposition of a mature adult. His grade school mates even called him, quote, the walking encyclopedia. Al never thought anything of it. But towards the end of high school, on a whim, he took a sort of broad electronics test. He was the only one in his grade to pass it, and soon after was contacted by the Navy because his scores were so high. The Navy recruited Alfred, and he went to work for them, as well as continuing his education in the field of electrical engineering. Upon graduating, Alfred did mercenary work for various military contractors. From here, his website's official bio, uh, where his video lectures are sold, seems to gloss over some very important details. While contracting for various military contractors, the people who worked with him began to reveal the truth about our involvement with extraterrestrials and PSYOPs, or psychic operations, programs. Strange things started to happen to Al soon afterwards. While in Hawaii in 1956, he had a brief encounter with who he believes now to be Mark Hamill, the actor in Star Wars. Soon after, he was recruited to the Montauk Project. Wait. <laughs> what the fuck is... Now, now, well, oh, now hold wait. on, hold on, hold on. Uh-huh. Project Montauk? Luke Skywalker? The fuck? I, I have so many questions. You have been listening to a sample of a premium episode of QAnon Anonymous. We don't run any advertising on the show, and we'd like to keep it that way. For five bucks a month, you'll get access to this episode, a new one each week, and our entire library of premium episodes. So head on over to patreon.com slash QAnon Anonymous and subscribe. Thank you. Thanks. I love you. Jake loves you. <laughs> <laughs>